0: Hello. Hi. Welcome to the 12th house. I'm Michelle. And I'm Wallace. And we have another fun, inspired creators case study today with one of my personal favorite creators on TikTok.
1: None other than...
0: Teffy! What's up, Teffy? Probably one of the highlights of my life was just casually mentioning on my Instagram that I would love to do a case study on someone like Teffy and her replying to me and saying, do it. <laughs> um, so Teffy, if you're out there listening, we got some really good ideas for you. I felt starstruck. I know. For it's like, you. Oh, my, I oh my God. Like... I'm like a little nervous. <laughs> Tuffy's so cool. (laughs) She's so cool. But to give you some context, if you didn't listen to our last episode, we're doing some case studies on creators and how they can monetize not just their content, but really think about from a higher level perspective, how they can cash in on what they're spending their time and energy on. Because so many creators get stuck in this place of making a lot of content and maybe doing really well and perhaps getting a Really big following, but not knowing how to actually make money off that in any way other than ads or affiliate links, which there's nothing wrong with that, but it doesn't work for everyone.
1: And I think if people aren't always directly talking about it too, sometimes you don't know exactly how someone's making money, especially with certain types of indirect paid content. If it's sponsored content, but it's sponsored, in collaboration, it's maybe not very obvious. So there's a lot of ways that you can
0: be creative about it. It's true. And Teffy is such a great example because, wow, content queen. Extraordinary. Oh my gosh, yeah. So let's get the stats on Teffy. She is someone who has, she's got like a a footprint on across many social media platforms. Mm -hmm. Her by far biggest followers are on tiktok i think she's at a million followers that's where i knew her from yeah me too yeah she has one hundred and seventy-six thousand on instagram one hundred and thirteen thousand on youtube and she's also the host on instyles tiktok which i think was really the thing that like pushed her over to the edge because Mm. she's on on their tiktok yeah on like both of their pages so she's got her own personal page Mm -hmm. hello teffy and she's also on instyle So she's been doing this for a while. She's been making content for a while. And she really is like someone who focuses on pop culture, but also Mm -hmm. honestly self-improvement in a way.
1: And just to take it back as we're setting the scene, what do you think her sun, moon and rising in the creator archetypes that we talked about a few weeks ago what do you think they are i feel like she's really a great example of the empire building futurist maybe mm -hmm. that's where her son is yeah also if you don't know we talked about the creator archetypes two weeks ago we have a part one and a part two where we break down all of these different archetypes and we also have a little notion board so that you can follow along if you will and then also discern your own
0: Yeah, we have a little download for you. So we'll put it in the show notes so you can see which ones are you and kind of quiz yourself on what might be best for you. Plus, the best maybe form of paid content based on your archetype. But yeah, I definitely think that she is actually I think that she has a son in the Trendspotting Evolutionary totally because she's like very up on collective trends. Yeah. And then I think that she actually has a rising sign in the patron because I think Teffy really and we're gonna talk about this throughout the podcast episode, but I think she really thrives with a producer and like oh, yes. production. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like having the support and the budget to like make what she wants. Mm-hmm. She's still totally scrappy, like yes. and makes a ton of content on her own. But I think that she really just can thrive so much there. Mm-hmm. And I guess I think that her moon is maybe in the stoic. Because one thing that I will say about her is that she's very deliberate in the way that she like shares her message. I think that she can come off as like casual, but I can tell that she really thinks about how she says things and how she delivers mm-hmm. people's stories because she has a lot of pop culture where she like talks about the stories of like Amanda Bynes mm-hmm. or Pam and Tommy. And she doesn't take that lightly. And she's really practiced. Like this is a yeah. person who's made content for years and years and years and it shows and she's really good at it. What do you think?
1: I really, really agree with the patron, um, and I absolutely agree with the spotting evolutionary. And I think maybe selfishly, I'm a little bit like the empire building futurist because I do think that she's just so talented that she yeah, could be totally All of these things, totally and, and definitely like we all do, has elements of all of these archetypes in us. So maybe one is shining more at a certain time. But the reason that I feel like that is because she does do so many things and has a little bit of that like MG energy yeah, where she could do anything You're She could so be right. good at anything yeah
0: that's right so let's talk about like what she's made money off of in mm-hmm. the past so she has a youtube channel with a pretty significant following and she also has a really significant following on tiktok so mm-hmm. she's done sponsored content on her instagram page and on her tiktok and she also does red carpet stuff so she does it for in style And she's a host there. And obviously you get paid to do that. So from what we can tell, that's how she's making probably the money off of the content that she makes. Mm -hmm. But that leaves like a lot of room, I think, for her to monetize in a way that doesn't just rely on other people offering her gigs. Like, do you want to host this thing?
1: Mm -hmm. Have you watched her show on YouTube?
0: You know, I haven't because it looked like the last episode that she did was like a year ago. Yeah. And I also noticed that she had a podcast. She's tried Mm -hmm. making a podcast and had like 11 episodes. And honestly, (laughs) I wrote here, we love a fickle content queen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a dabbler. She's dabbling. Yeah. And like, I think that that's actually a great thing of knowing when to quit something because it's either not working for you. You're not interested in making it anymore.
1: It's not filling you
0: up. Exactly. Or like, you've got to test things out and there's no harm or shame in like deciding to quit, (laughs) you know, to do other things because clearly she's invested her time and energy into making these really long TikTok sort of like series yeah, where she'll make 20 videos on the history of pop culture through the lens of today. yeah, And that does so well. I have literally watched this woman talk about Amanda Bynes for like 90 minutes. Seriously, just like on in three minute TikTok videos. Like she has 30 of them. And I just... Eat it up. Seriously, I was like in my bathroom, washing my face and doing my skincare routine and like just going from video to video. Like I want more of this. Mm. And I think that that kind of speaks to who she is. She's very personable, but she's also really empathetic. She's a cancer and Mm. she just, she really like has care for the stories that she tells of people. And she also is like obsessed with pop culture as a way of understanding ourselves, which I think you and I can relate to. It's like, that's really important.
1: 1,000%. What do they say? Art imitates life. Life (laughs) It's true. (laughs) It's
0: true. Is there anything else we we missed context-wise that'll be important for what we're going to get into, which is our sort of Fast and Furious pitching ideas?
1: I want to shout out her TED Talk. Mm, Yeah. I really liked it. And it informed one of the things that I've been thinking about for her.
0: And what was her TED Talk on?
1: It was on confidence.
0: Yeah. She tends to intersperse like her pop culture, deep dives with like how to be a person. Like, are you working really hard? Like maybe take a break, like self-talk, going Mm -hmm. to therapy. She's very open and she's very empathetic. Okay. So let's get into all the ways she could monetize. Do you want to start with indirect or direct paid content?
1: Let's start with indirect.
0: Okay. So indirect paid content, just for everyone out there who maybe hasn't listened to the podcast before, is... When people are not directly swiping their credit card and paying you, so they're you're getting paid through a third party, whether it's a network that's paying you to host a show and that network makes money off of the ads that are in the show or sponsorship mm-hmm. or an affiliate sale. So when you're hawking vitamins, you get a cut of those sales, but people aren't buying something directly from you. So what do you think would be great for Tuffy indirect paid content wise? So many things. So I
1: now know I haven't watched uh, her show on YouTube, but I do think, and we talked about this when we were riffing on this earlier, like she would be such a great host Uh on a talk show. Totally really awesome guests and i feel like she just needs the right type of partner and platform Uh because she already has all of the proof of concept like she is a host she has been hosting she has so much to share and say so she's already been doing this but i believe that she deserves to be doing it in a way that gets her abundantly paid and also is with a good partner or platform that really elevates her yeah and i think that that would be easy for her and to your point i think she would also do well with a team.
0: Yeah. I had two ideas for kind of like a show that Teffy could do. And I just want to preface this by saying that most people getting a show is like not the best way for them to make money. (laughs) It's like the longest shot, but Teffy is working with a really big audience and she already has connections at places like In Style. So I think that this wouldn't be that, that hard, that, that difficult for her, right? Like you said, she's sort already of got proof of concept. So I have two show ideas that I would pitch. Okay, the first one is basically like hot ones, but where Taffy interviews and has on someone like Billie Eilish, like a celebrity, a current celebrity, mm-hmm. and then tells them a story of a pop culture thing that happened during their formative years.
1: What would be the chicken wings? What's the replacement?
0: It's the story, <laughs> <laughs> and okay. like imagine telling Billie Eilish about like. Britney's meltdown yeah. in 2007.
1: But, like, they're just sitting there listening?
0: and and or But, like, engaging because Taffy would yeah, be yeah. like, okay, but what do you, like, yeah. do you remember that? Or even if they're, like, looking at pictures and, like, looking at old tablets yeah, or something yeah, yeah, and, like, going yeah. through them together. And I think that would just be, like, this kind of meta wave.
1: I feel like while they're, like, doing face masks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Or so, <laughs> something fun. Or yeah. Teffy has, like, orange hair right now, maybe, like, while they're getting their hair done. Yes. Or while they're get- yeah. actually, I actually wrote nails. this, while they're getting their nails done. Yes. Because totally. Teffy also has amazing nails. So, like, yes. while they're getting their nails done... Cause you're like, you have to be a captive audience. Oh, like
1: amazing nail art. Yes.
0: Yeah. And I think it could be a cool way for like us to have more empathy for what's happened in the past and also understand the influences that today's pop culture icons maybe came from that they don't even realize are reference points. So that that was my first idea. My Mm -hmm. second idea is I think it would be really cool for Teffy to do sort of an interview show with whoever's on SNL every week.
1: So fun.
0: Maybe even like follow them around and like be part of the experience with them because she is so like empathetic and kind of like a coach in a way and kind of like, like, how are you doing? Like, are you okay? Are you freaking out? Like, what's been the coolest part so far? And like, I was watching the Kardashians and the behind the scenes of Kim doing SNL and it seems so hard. And I think that would be so cool to like be able to watch that while it's happening in real time. Like that would make me want to watch the show if I like saw the person on Monday in rehearsals and then come Saturday night, like seeing how much they've gone through. I think that would just be amazing.
1: Did you ever watch the MTV's after party show for The Hills? Was it The Hills? Yes. Hosted by Dan Levy and I forget the woman's name. I don't know. But that was... One? A great show. (laughs) But having that type of after show with great hosts and great commentary, that's so her zone of genius. Totally.
0: I would definitely watch that. And like we said, like Teffy's in a really unique position because of her audience. So getting a show like this could be much easier for her.
1: I mean, TikTok should have some kind of lounge or something where they like TikTok should be sponsoring
0: her. (laughs) One hundred percent. But speaking of TikTok, she could totally just take the transcripts of her TikTok videos and make them a podcast Mm -hmm. and throw some ads into the podcast and make money that way.
1: Especially like the Amanda Bynes one. Yeah.
0: I would totally listen to that stuff. Or if she wanted to reverse it, she could just make a super long video and then cut it into clips for TikTok. I mean, kind of not the way that she does it now, but I think that that could be a really good way for her to reuse the content she already has. And then my my last idea was that Teffy has really amazing style Mm -hmm. and she's always talking about small brands that she's like hyping up. And I could see her collaborating with a brand to do some sort of like Y2K inspired throwback line maybe like inspired by Britney Spears Best Outfits or something like that.
1: Do it right now. Now's the time. <laughs> I
0: want it. I want it immediately. My 2
1: k so hot right now.
0: <laughs> yeah. And of course, like she can do ad sales and she can do affiliate sales because she just had like if she literally didn't want to do any more work, she could do that. But I think that's boring. And that doesn't like really, you know, doesn't speak to all the potential that she has is like this incredible content creator.
1: Mm-hmm. I also think another topping that I would love to see from her uh-huh. adjacent to her TED Talk is Doing a little, I don't know, I feel like there could be a brand where they could totally align on some kind of content series that the brand would sponsor about confidence like online Yeah, as an influencer or maybe not an influencer, but just like a public figure. Yeah. Because honestly, same thing. In many Yeah, ways. totally. But I think she does talk really openly in that TED Talk, but in general about how difficult it is to always deal with trolls and haters online and what you need to do in terms of being strong in yourself and your confidence and what that takes to combat those things to keep going and keep making content and all this stuff. I would be so curious to Hear more on that. And especially as it relates to like the younger generation who's growing up online.
0: Yeah. I think that any platform could do that, right? Like I could see YouTube doing a series on that. I could see TikTok, Instagram. That's so
1: money for a brand to do because it's promoting the platform Mm -hmm. in a way.
0: Or even a platform like Later, right? That like helps social media, people who run social media accounts. Like I think that that could be really cool. Something that's more targeted towards influencers even. Absolutely. Yeah, that's such a good idea. You can only have like 50 milligrams of caffeine when you're pregnant which i think is a cup of coffee yeah right? it's like two cups of coffee yeah wow
1: speaking of coffee
0: still not on the coffee train but what yes what about it
1: when you can have coffee you know what's really nice to do huh a little breath work or uh. a little meditation oh, break up the day yeah wake up the
0: body yeah chill the mind instead of a coffee moment a meddy moment
1: when you're like oh, i need that coffee but also want to sleep yeah Oh, man, torn between two things. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Happy medium, lay down and do breath work. Exactly. It's kind of like resting, but it's not.
1: It's actually even better for you.
0: Better for your health. Gets things going. Gets things moving.
1: And that's why you should download open.
0: The best place to do breath work whenever you want with the best teachers.
1: And the best music curation. They hire musicians and producers to help curate their lay
0: And the visuals are amazing. like like
1: a whole experience
0: it really is and what i love about open is that they have classes that are long but they also have classes that are like 10 minutes oh yeah five minute meditation and you know what sometimes that's all i can do that's all i can
1: manage a little baby meditation
0: yeah and they're not like oh whatever breathe in breathe out okay you're out of here it's like still legit oh
1: yeah they have a huge variety they also now have daily meditations they have a series on breathwork mm-hmm. and talking about the science behind breathwork. They've added a lot of new stuff yeah. and new instructors since we last talked about them Yeah, who are also
0: good. It's on the up and up, my friends. Yes. They're just getting better and better. And if you haven't already joined the platform, you totally should. But what you should really do is download it for free.
1: Yeah, this is an insane deal. (laughs) This is
0: crazy. (laughs) With the code Holisticism, you get
1: 30 days for free. And as a community, we're going to be doing 30 days in May. They have a challenge going on that you can sign up super easily for. And you can just do a little brain shower, cleanse the mind,
0: the body, the spirit. That's right. Get that channel clear. I mean, if you think about it, if you did a meditation every single day on open versus paying for meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Every single day, for the next month, you'd be saving like six hundred dollars. Oh yeah, you save so much. Such a good deal. You have to try it,
1: and you save a little anxiety. A lot of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I do it actually in bed before I go to bed. Sometimes That's smart, I fall asleep, or I'm not really great at doing meditation sitting up I always prefer to lie down so I lie on my floor because I like that it's like a hard surface yeah it's not too cozy no so yeah. I just get up from the bed and then I go and lie on the floor <laughs> in the morning and I do a meditation to wake up
0: that's nice yeah I'm nice. definitely a morning meditator too mm-hmm. For sure, I like to sit outside because I like the cool air. Oh yeah, like it's it's perfect weather in LA right now. Like the mornings are cool LA air. Yeah, exactly. it's like just cool enough outside, but not too cold.
1: Not for much longer.
0: I know, but that's my favorite way to meditate. And I honestly, I just need five minutes. Yeah, I need a glass of water, Mm. and then I'm ready to like do my day. The day
1: can begin.
0: Mm -hmm. So, use the code Holisticism
1: with the link in the show notes. And we hope to see you in May for the challenge.
0: Yeah. One of the other really cool things about Open is that you can actually see the other people that are in live classes with oh, you. Yeah, the chat. Which is really cool. So you might see us in class together.
1: And it's also a really good excuse to... Reach out to someone you haven't like chatted with in a long time or maybe doesn't live in the same city. Yes. And you're like, hey, you want to do this thing with me? It's
0: actually such a good hang sesh. Yeah. I mean, you obviously have to talk to them afterwards.
1: (laughs) You have to be like, how is that for you?
0: Yeah. You got to be like, let's (laughs) do this meditation together and then let's like hop on a phone call.
1: Which is so nice. Then you have Mm -hmm. something to talk about. And then, you know, maybe if you feel anxious because you haven't chatted in a while, you'll
0: feel more chill. Exactly.
1: It's a social app too.
0: It's true. (laughs) It's true. If you're in an LDR. Oh. Long distance relationship. Wow. You could have a date. You can have a little open date with your long distance relationship. That's cute. Good idea. Connect in the morning, you know. Great idea. Yeah, there you go. But really, we're so excited that Open is our sponsor and we really appreciate them. So make sure you go download the free 30 days. We
1: can't say enough good things about them.
0: Yeah, they're our dream sponsor. So go enjoy it.
1: We will see you in the chat.
0: So, OK, that's our indirect paid content. I'm way more interested personally in direct paid content mm-hmm. because no middleman. you control it. You get to take all the money yeah. <laughs> and like, there's nothing stopping you. You mm-hmm. know, you get kind of just get to like go for it. And I think Tuffy is the type of person it sounds like who loves to work. Yeah. And I think that she could probably get annoyed having to wait on other people to say yes to things. So mm, that's true. They're I fair. that's my that's my problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think direct paid content yeah. and to recap, direct paid content is when you get paid directly through a transaction mm-hmm. for the work that you're doing. So we're gonna talk about all the different ways that Teffy can basically just start monetizing right now with the audience that she already has. Mm. Okay. So my first idea was a little bit out of left field, but I thought that it would be really cool for her to make like a deck, like a pop culture Mm. that shaped us deck where you basically pull a card. Yeah, kind of like, almost like what you could have at the dinner table where like you pull a card and you're like, where were you when this happened? That'd be or, so fun. Right. Or like
1: a millennial.
0: Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, or do you remember yeah. when like Samantha Ronson and yeah, Lindsay yeah. Lohan dated? Recap it for me. And yes. like the actual answer is somewhere, but just like what we all remember of that time. Yeah. Like what were you wearing in 2008? Oh, it'd be so good. Yeah. Can you sing the stars? Stars are blind by Paris Hilton. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. um, but I also think she could make that an app like really easily. And Where were you like,
1: when Bennifer broke up? Yeah, exactly. The first And then together. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a good little conversation starter. And I'm sure she could throw in some fun, like, empathetic hits in there, too. Um, but I just I feel like she's like someone who's... Who's so like bubbly and fun mm-hmm. and great at like yeah. starting up conversation, um, that that could be a cool little thing for her to make.
1: Love that. There's so many decks she could make. So many it makes me think of Flex Mummy, actually. Yeah, who has we talked about her in the creators archetype part first two archetype. No, the first one. Yeah, because yeah. if you look at her site and even her like merch, it's very varied. Mm-hmm. Like she has a lot of different stuff, and it's it's cool. I feel like Tuffy's one of those people who. Part of her brand, for lack of a better word, is her multifaceted, multi-hyphenate, yeah. flashy nature.
0: Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I think that could be that could be a great way to like roll in a bunch of things that she's interested in.
1: So my next two ideas, I'm not exactly sure where they would live. Because in my mind, it's also a new app idea. <laughs> but...
0: Safi, do you know how to code? <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, people can make apps oh, pretty
0: fast. It's actually very easy to make an app these days.
1: Yeah. I think it would be cool to have a version of kind of cameo, but advice. Like you, I would love to get advice from Teffy on like a million different life questions. And yeah. I would be so curious about that. And that could be a way to... I don't know if she would enjoy this, so I'm not really sure. But if people could pay her directly for you know a three minute advice video or a
0: one minute advice, whatever there's actually a new app that's doing that yeah. it's like one-on-one coaching for 15 minutes
1: what yeah I feel that? like I saw that
0: I think like Rachel Zoe was on it
1: yeah which is cool like it maybe you frame it around a very specific topic so you're not just getting wild crazy questions or maybe you just it's a free-for-all like you'll give advice on anything, but I feel like that would be really cool because that yeah. would also be really good content. And there could be some kind of exchange of if you, if you send in a question and you're down for it to be posted, then that's something that Tuffy could repost, but you're paying directly for it. So you can also decide as the person asking, like, do you want that content to be used elsewhere or not? Yeah. But pretty much you could be anonymous. So
0: Yeah. I like that. And, When we were kind of like spitballing some of these ideas, I really liked your idea of like a bigger platform where like tons of influencers basically teach classes. So
1: that's my next idea is I don't know what to call it, but it's like class pass. No, it's like master class. (laughs) 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 But for creators, Uh um, for content creators and just, you know, unfortunately, influencer just gets such a bad rap as a term. People use it so pejoratively, but we don't hear. No, not us. And I think it would be really cool to have a version of that, but for influencers. So it would be like Teffy teaches, I'll go back to the like how to spot trends mm-hmm. and how to build confidence while being somebody like in the public eye. Yeah. Or media training for people on social media or whatever. I would like to learn different things from Teffy's perspective and they could be however long or short, but it would be this network of creators who are all teaching
0: their specific zone of genius. Yeah, I think that would be so cool just to have like even it's a 30 minute class, right? It's like it's three minute videos. There are a ton of them and it's like even teaching like Photoshop how to like make right. your yeah. images nicer on Instagram yeah. or like how to make a funny TikTok, how to like ideate a TikTok video. Yeah. Like yeah. stuff that's just bite-sized and like comes super, from- super short. Yeah, videos. exactly. Because also like influencers are we used to call it at the start if I worked at a predator Um, a producer and an editor right I
1: mean they look for that often (laughs) in film too yeah
0: all the time I mean like that's basically what we are (laughs) that's definitely what you are like it's someone who can really think about how to create content that looks really good and that's gonna hit and then put it all together and Mm -hmm. then make it look amazing in the editing and then put it out and so many influencers are like one-stop shop content workshops basically yeah Yeah. content house exactly and they just have so much inherent knowledge and sometimes they're naturally gifted right like usually but also they've worked really hard and they've experimented a lot
1: yeah 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 yeah.
0: so i think that that's such a good idea
1: because it would be so great if that was a mobile app. Yeah. I don't want to see it on desktop. I don't no. want it anywhere else. I want it to be a mobile app. It's all vertical videos. There And there's maybe there's even a limit. So it's like short. You know
0: how you could MVP this, mm-hmm. make a minimum viable product? You could make a private TikTok. Mm-hmm. And Teffy it could be like Teffy could do it, right? Mm-hmm. And she could get all of her friends mm-hmm. and make series. Mm-hmm. Each of them makes a series. Yeah. And then to get access mm-hmm. to the private TikTok, mm-hmm. you just pay. Yeah. So you pay $5 yeah. to get access to the private TikTok. That yeah. would be a great way to test if this works and if people are interested in it and what yeah. they like. Yeah. And like once they're in there and they get all the content.
1: And because Tuffy really great at supporting small businesses and shouting them out, I feel like that could be a really awesome way to just gather all of her fellow creator friends to get together and be like, let's support each other. And how do we
0: make something cool that's
1: ours? Yeah and be in control of
0: it yeah i think that could be really cool i mean there's also the tool on tiktok where you only share videos with your mutual fo- like people mutual followers so Sick. yeah there's this kind of like it's kind of interesting yeah i'm kind of in it we're in it now because yeah. we have not a ton of followers yeah. but we have like fifty thousand followers on tiktok yeah. and there are other creators who follow us back who mm-hmm. like it's like inside baseball yeah talk it's so interesting great but Teffy could basically do that same thing, right? She yeah. could just like have you you Venmo her $5 yeah. and then she follows you back on TikTok through this right. account and then yeah. you can see those videos.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: It would be really interesting That'd for her cool. to like test that out.
1: That'd be very cool. And it's such a good idea, Wallace. Well, hopefully <laughs> Teffy likes some of these.
0: <laughs> yeah, <All> right? <laughs> I mean, and kind of like the the janky version of that would you just make a paid private podcast. Totally. Which isn't janky, but it's a less Tech intensive and less innovative, I would say, yeah. way of doing things, less people involved.
1: And we want to see Tuffy because we love <laughs> to see Tuffy. I know
0: we love to see her, <laughs> but maybe she doesn't want to be on camera all the time. Okay. I okay. think if you were going to make a paid private podcast, you'd probably host it on Substack or Patreon. Oh, yeah. Probably Substack. In my opinion, I think Mm -hmm. Substack is going to rule the world and Patreon is like should be shaking in their boots. Yep, It could be just like a grab bag of things. But like you said, it could be kind of like an ask Teffy advice or like real time reactions to what's happening in pop culture as opposed to the things that she puts on her feed or even like behind the scenes stuff when she goes on red carpets. Like how cool would it just be to get like the stuff that doesn't make it it to the main feed when she's like next to Brad Pitt on the red carpet? You know, yeah, that'd be cool. I will say I do not think that she should do an interview podcast. No, I think I, that I it has to be like video them. if she's going to like interview yeah. people. Yeah, And one one last thing, which would be super easy for her. Honestly, she could make those 20 to 30 episode long series and she could just make the five last episodes paywalled. Mm. Because there's so everything she does yeah. makes you want to like, watch the next thing. She really yeah. leaves on a cliffhanger. Yeah. And by the end, I'm like, oh, my God,
1: I need to know. I need to know what's
0: happening. I would totally pay five dollars to watch five episodes yeah, 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 you know like absolutely so she could totally do that yeah. and again she could pay wallet and like make it on tiktok mm-hmm. or she could make it somewhere else she would need to figure out where to host it but yeah. it could be on substack or it could be on patreon mm-hmm. i think that's it Yeah, <laughs>
1: i'm just trying to think of like if there was going to be like more recurring consistent revenue
0: I think that if she has any sort of gated content, that's consistent monthly revenue because you're paying $5, $10 a month to get access to that. And I actually think that we've really turned the corner in the last year with people getting absolutely okay with paying for content. Yeah, It's It's really cool.
1: Well, also the paid content is better.
0: It's way better
1: (laughs) because these creators are usually actually able to make what they want Mm -hmm. and they're not beholden to a lot of the really sad unfortunate things that are happening in the online publishing Mm -hmm. industry Mm -hmm.
0: people are okay with it yeah
1: not with ads on netflix but
0: (laughs) that's a different story yeah and and i also think it really depends on your community and your audience we talked about with Frankie's audience, we talked a lot about Frankie's audience a lot more in the last episode. We've talked mm-hmm. a little bit less about Teffy's audience, but I think Teffy's audience would like literally follow her anywhere yeah. and do anything that she asks yeah. and buy anything that she recommends because she really like, she just shares so much of herself. So honestly, yeah. it's really cool.
1: Has she done anything with music? Last question.
0: Mm, I don't think so.
1: Because she has all of these playlists or she has maybe just one, this amazing playlist that has... A Thousand and Seven Songs. Wow. It's a Y2K TikTok opera playlist. (laughs) It's called Hello Teffy TikTok Y2K Opera. It's so good. It's such a good playlist. And I feel like that's another avenue that she she could explore. (laughs) Make a (laughs) mixtape. Drop the mix. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I just feel so much of what she brings is curation. Mm -hmm. And she can get paid. She should be getting paid to curate. And show up places.
0: Yeah. I think the best place for curators right now is Substack. I think if you, if I was getting just getting started today, yeah. I would 100% start on, on Substack. Yeah. It's, if you don't know about it, it's an email platform where you can send out emails and podcasts. They can be either gated content that's behind a paywall or it can be free. And it, it just makes it really easy for creators to both incentivize their free audience and grow their free audience and convince them to be a patron it's it's amazing i'm obsessed
1: with (laughs) subsack obsessed obsessed (laughs) with that
0: yeah truly um yeah i think that would be really fun for her to send out something like once a week
1: Mm -hmm. yeah even if it's like a roundup
0: Mm-hmm. And it could be anything. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think because, like you said, she's so multifaceted. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like, and here's the thing, guys, like you don't have to send the same thing out every week. You don't have to send the same newsletter out. You can send what you're interested in, especially if you're a curator like Tuffy yeah. that, and you have tons of different interests. As long as you like ground people in why you're sharing it with them, why yes. do you think it's cool. Yeah. That'll work.
1: Yeah. It doesn't also need to be like an essay or a thought piece. I no. think people think that they need to send this like really elaborate newsletter. I don't want to read that. No. <laughs> <laughs> like some of them I do, but yeah. that's why my subscriptions are all different. Right. Like there's a few that are just
0: links. My favorite newsletter that I'm subscribed to mm-hmm. right now is just like basically six links, links to different things on the web. Yeah. And like one sentence about them. Yeah. yeah and that's oh, it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Eight ball. Shut yeah.
0: Out. It's great.
1: Well, Tuffy, let us know. Did Tuffy, you like anything? Yeah. Any what do you like? I want to know what you're going to do. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Exciting. We're teaching free class. If you like the 12th house, if you've binged the 12th house or not,
1: <laughs> especially this series, if you've been super into it.
0: Yeah. Good news. You can get way more. And I'm teaching three classes, recession proof, witch. three days in a row on May 17th, May 18th and May 19th. It's a Tuesday, Wednesday, and a Thursday. And I'm teaching three classes called recession proof, Witch because these are the skills that I think every single witch Daddy, which witch needs mm-hmm. in order to number one survive the incoming recession that's going to happen but also they're the skills that are like so translatable across anything that you do whether mm-hmm. it's as a freelancer or a consultant or even as an entrepreneur i know that i did not start my career or ever think I was going to run my own business that was actually like the opposite of what I wanted to do with my life Mm -hmm. but I'm so grateful that the skills that I acquired at the many jobs that I had before this kind of set me up to be able to do this work yeah the first class I'm teaching is recession-proof witch trend spotting Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about how to basically look like a psychic whiz kid who just knows when something's going to hit and sees the trends before everyone else yes it's partially because you're psychic but it's also because honestly like there's an art and a process to trend spotting, And I think we do that pretty well at holistic mm. Because we are voracious consumers. <laughs> it's content true. Content consumers. <laughs> it's true. Which is, you know, how to research what's trending and create a viable product out of it. We'll never have to worry about being employable because you know what's coming first. You're yeah. going to be first to market. You'll be yeah. recession-proof. Our next class that I'm teaching is golden copy and content. And I think this is the most requested topic I get. Yeah. It's like teach copy. Which I love. I love to teach copy copywriting. But honestly, no business in the history of dollar bills has ever survived a recession, a depression, or a crazy inflated economy without words, without marketing. Mm-hmm. It is the number one skill, no matter what the market is doing, that yeah. people will pay for. Yeah. And even if you don't get hired writing words for someone else, you can
1: write words for yourself. Yeah.
0: You can sell your own things. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, when you know how to sell things with just the magic of your little tippy-tappy typing... Yeah. You, Your life changes. You, and like you don't need that much money to start a business. That's true. You don't need any money. You can do it yourself. You don't have to hire a copywriter. And okay. this is an unpopular opinion. I think that every small business owner who eventually is going to be a big business owner needs to know how to write copy, even if you outsource it later. You got to start by yourself.
1: So because it's not just about copywriting, it means that you can communicate and transmute your ideas from just an idea into
0: something tangible that people can understand. One hundred percent is so important. It's your mercury, bibs, It's your communication. It's necesito. And then finally, our last day of recession proof, which is digital campfires and community. And we'll talk about community and the importance of community until the cows come home, because I think it's like the most capitalism critical conversation that needs to be had and like Mm. is necessary. But honestly, if you have a community, you can make anything. You can make a community profitable no matter what. Mm -hmm. Not the same for an audience. And that's the stumbling block that a lot of people run into. They build an audience and not a community. And if that is you, you're like, fuck, (laughs) I've just been focusing on my audience, my followers. It's okay. It's not too late. You can easily transmute an audience into a community with a few simple steps but it's necessary for your growth and also for your success in the future and i will say as we enter a world of dows and the descent of instagram the rise of tiktok mm. substack mm. is a pathway for content creators mm. small indie companies like Gaining quantum leap traction through word of mouth instead of Facebook ads because Facebook is dead. Being able to build community. Digital campfires. Mm -hmm. Around a digital campfire is going to be an asset, a skill Mm -hmm. that so many people will hire you for. It is necessary. So those are the three classes that we're teaching. They're all free. You can sign up at the link in our show notes on our Holisticism Hub. And I hope to see you there i also like firmly believe that Tuppy's going to be famous. Is, that she, yeah. Is famous. I also yeah. had this idea that she should, she should be like the next Chelsea lately and have her yes, own show sure. on TV at night and yeah. like have a bunch of people around it and just be talking about like what happened, you know, kind of like pop culture news.
1: Why is Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon? Why are they still on air? Jimmy Fallon's where- not funny. No. Sorry,
0: I'm okay with you being mad at me. I don't think he's funny
1: at this point. I don't even think that's debatable. <laughs> I think that's just general Sorry. knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> like where this is just side tangent. But let's swap all of these men with women. Yep. yep. Please, finally, what are we living in? Y two K?
0: Seriously, <laughs> what is this? Let's put Teffy in there. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
1: I mean, really, she would be, she'd kill it.
0: She'd be amazing. But I also, I, I mean, like as much as I'm like Teffy totally deserves a show. I also kind of feel like traditional media is just like this decaying (laughs) life form being in the studio (gasps) and oh no no, it just and she's so forward-thinking like girlfriend was on tiktok Mm -hmm. building her tiktok audience before people knew what tiktok was i
1: mean the show would come to her maybe it's in her home maybe Maybe. it's just a really small setup and people come and do whatever they need to do to get it going but then they bounce
0: yeah i wonder how z-way showed us on Mm, it's on showtime
1: Showtime. I've yeah. watched a few episodes, but just because it's on Showtime made it just harder. I was like, I have too
0: many subscriptions. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like it is a barrier. Mm-hmm. So this is why like the goal of like, oh, I want to get famous so I can have like a TV show or something. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like all it's cracked up to be. It could also get canceled at any time. hmm good
1: experience who knows of course of
0: course not that's not a reason Mm. being afraid of something getting canceled is not a reason not to do it but yeah the thing is if you're a creator you have so much power yeah you have so much more power than you realize Mm -hmm. like you have made this you have made your audience Mm -hmm. you are the one making your content Mm -hmm. and thinking about it and Mm -hmm. you're the talent like you have so much more at your fingertips you don't need someone to discover you like you can do this. Well, and she is doing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to anyone listening to this, who's like, oh, if I only had a million followers, then I wouldn't have any problems. Mm -mm. You don't need a million followers. No. You need like a thousand followers. Mm -hmm. That's it. And like, you can have an amazing career as a creator with just a thousand fans because only like a hundred people have to buy your product. That's it. Yeah,
1: that's true.
0: Seriously. We're going to talk about next week, creators cashing in and sort of all the breakdown of how it works and how you can make money off of the products that you make using direct paid content and we're going to give you the breakdown, but I'm going to share some numbers next week that I think will surprise you of how few members you actually or followers or audience you actually need to have to have a successful business. It's so much smaller than you think.
1: Yeah. So if you haven't listened to the Creator Archetypes, also have a listen. We will post in the show notes the link to the dashboard. Yeah. And we'll be going into all of this even more as Michelle mentioned in Creators Cashing In which is coming up in
0: May yeah it's like the last week of May is when class starts it's going to be great and if you are like I want to take Creators Cashing In but I do not have an audience yet my friend we made 10X Your Community Constellation for you. It's like literally how to get your first 100 fans and how to grow your first 100 fans to your first 1,000 fans. Like yeah. literally step-by-step how to do it. It's actually an audio course, so oh, which is amazing. my preferred way of yeah. learning. And it has tons of worksheets and stuff for you to walk through, homework. It's not too long. It's like just the right amount of stuff to get you going. So if you're feeling like, ugh, I want to take creators cashing in, but I don't know how to build an audience we got you covered. (laughs) And we're actually going to give one person 10x your community constellation. For free. For free. For free. 99. All you have to do is leave a review for the 12th House podcast on Apple Podcasts. Yes,
1: we so appreciate it.
0: We love you. And we'll announce our winner next week at the end of the episode. So make sure that you're tuned in. We also love when you review us on Spotify, it makes a really big difference. And if you can, all you need to do is hit the little star button and so give easy. us five stars. <laughs> and if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, hey, this is your invitation. Please subscribe helps us we appreciate it (laughs) we love making this free thing for you and spilling our brains out and giving you as much value as humanly possible the more people that subscribe the better for us the more content we can make and the more money we can spend on this podcast so we really appreciate it
1: we appreciate you
0: Okay, I think that's it.
1: That is it. We'll see you next week for more info on Creators Caching in. Yeah, and in the meantime, make sure
0: that you download the worksheet for the creator archetypes and figure out which ones you are. Yes. Okay, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.